in the name of Rabbi Lezer ben Azaria, I can exempt the entire world from judgment from the day that the base Midrash was destroyed until now. Shinamar, as it says, Listen now, poor one who is drunk and not from wine. The Pasuk in Yeshaya. The person who's drunk is purchase is a purchase, and his sale is a sale. If he transgresses a capital crime, he receives capital punishment. If he transgresses a transgression that carries makos, he gets makos. The rule is, a person who's drunk is considered a sane, aware person, in all respects. With the one exception that he's exempt from davening. Therefore, why should the fact that we are shikoret, that we are drunk since the time of the Korban, drunk and not from wine, but rather from our sorrows and our troubles, why should that exempt us from din? The Gemara answers, And when Rav Sheshit said in the name of Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah that I could exempt him, from din, he meant from the din of tefillah. The straightforward reading of the Gemara is that in light of the brisa, the Gemara is reinterpreting to the statement to say that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah did not mean that a person is exempt from punishment for averos, but rather that he's exempt from davening. The Sefer Smichas Chachamim, of Naftali Katz, who lived in the 1600s, asks the Kasha on the Gemara, seems to be a very big change from the sweeping statement, I can exempt all of Kal Yisrael from punishment, to I can exempt them from Davani. That means they're not exempt from punishment for all other Averos. That's a very significant reinterpretation of the statement. He explains that the Gemara is not really reinterpreting that much, and that the person who asked the question simply did not understand what Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah was saying, and actually, uh, he has the Gersa Rabbi Yochanan, we have Rabbi Sheshet in the name of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, uh, the Smichas Chachamim's version says Rabbi Yochanan, but the rest of the Gemara is the same. Rabbi Yochanan meant, or Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah meant, I can exempt the entire world from Din because of our poverty and our suffering. And if you'll say, why don't you daven? that you shouldn't have such poverty and suffering because we are drunk, and a drunkard is exempt from davening. Therefore, we are not accountable for all the avarice we do, which are caused by our suffering in exile, because we are unable to daven for that suffering to go away. When the Gemara concludes that it means from the din of tefillah, it doesn't mean to negate what came before, that a person is exempt from punishment for all Averos, but rather it means that all Averos are mitigated by the fact that we suffer so much and we're unable to daven to get out of our suffering because we are like a drunkard. Of course, this is not a license for a person to go and do Averos and say, I'm not liable, because then he's sinning intentionally and he is liable. That's not what Gemara is talking about. Gemara continues, Amra Rechanina, Lo Shanu Shalot. That which we said that a person who 
is not exempt from Averos, exempt from punishment for Averos when he's drunk, that's talking about when he's not as drunk as Lot. If he's as drunk as Lot, then he is exempt from everything. He's considered not to be in control of himself at all. The Gemara continues, I'm Rabbi Hanina, kol hamapik magain bishat ge'avah sogrim v'chotmin sarot ba'adal. One who is mapik magain in a time of haughtiness, they close and seal all tsaros for him. Rashi says, mapik magain means he passes by the tefillah of Magin Avram. In the time of haughtiness means in the time of drunkenness. So the Gemara means one who does not daven when he's drunk, all troubles are closed for him. They will not come upon him. Shinemar, as it says in Eo, ga'ava of the literal translation of the Pasuk in Eov, Mem Aleph Pasuk Zion, is his pride is the strength of his shields, their seal is closed tightly. It Mars Darshans that one who closes himself up in the time of haughtiness, he is protected. My Mashmatahai Apik Lishna Da'avure, how do we know that Apik is a language of passing by? As it says elsewhere in Eov, my brothers have betrayed me like a seasonal watercourse. They shift like the flow of the streams. They pass by like the flow of the streams. Rabbi Yochanan said, It refers to someone who does not mapik. Rashi says that the word mapik means to open up. And it means anyone who does not uncover his tefillah, also meaning he does not daven when he's drunk. Tomorrow we'll explain a practical difference, but for now it just seems to be a difference in interpreting the language. How do we see that the word mapik is a language of uncovering? As it says, the afikemaim were seen and the foundations of the world were Revealed. Kumar asks, since the psukim can be interpreted either way, what's the practical difference between them? The difference between them is what Rav Sheshet did. Rav Sheshet, when he drank, would have his shamash wake him up. According to Rashi, Rav Yochanan held like Rav Sheshet, that a person who's drunk can have his shamash wake him up after he takes a nap. Rechanina does not hold like Rav Sheshet and says that a person who's drunk cannot daven until he wakes up on his own. Rabbi Yochananel interprets slightly differently and comes to the opposite conclusion that Rechanina holds like Rav Sheshet and Rabbi Yochanan does not hold like Rav Sheshet. But both agree that a person who is drunk should not daven. A person whose mind is not settled should not daven. As it says, when he is in trouble, al Rashi says that I've looked in all of Tanakh and I cannot find any such pasuk. Perhaps it is in Ben Sira, which is a book from the time of Tanakh, which is not part of Tanakh, which is, as Tosos here points out, frequently quoted in the Gemara and wisdom is learned from it. And we learn from here that a person who is in trouble should not daven, the word yoreh being interpreted as referring to davening. Rebbe Chanina, 
on a day when he got angry, he would not daven. Amar Batsar al Yorek. And he said, Batsar Ktiv, a per, in tr- person in trouble should not daven. It is written. Marukva biyoma deshuta lo havinafiku bedina. Marukva on a day when, when the southern wind was blowing, he would not go to Bezdin. Amarav Nachman Ritzchak Yochata Bayat Siluta Kiyom Radisna Ranachman Ritzchak said, Paskin Halacha requires clear headedness like a day when the clear north wind is blowing. Amrabaye, Iamrali Aim Kariv Kutcha Lotanai. Abaye said, If my mother would have told me to bring close the yogurt, even a small job like that, Lotanai, I never would have learned. Abaye says, any little distraction would have prevented me from learning. Amarava ikaratstan kina lotanai. Rava says, if I had been bitten by a, a louse, I would not have learned. Marbre Dravina Abdale ime zain mane lazain yome. Marbre Dravina's mother made him seven garments for seven days, so he would not have to worry about lice on his garments. Amrav Yehuda lo ivre leila elulishinta. Rav Yehuda says the night was created for sleeping. Tosu says it means the summer nights. Tosu seems to be saying specifically the short nights of the summer are for sleeping. A person has to sleep sometimes, but according to Tosu, seemingly the long winter nights are for sleeping and learning. The Maral interprets the Gemara differently. Nighttime is for sleeping. It's true some nights are longer than others. That's just nature, but nighttime is for sleeping. It's hard to believe that the Maral didn't learn at night, but that's how he interprets the Gemara. Amram Shim ben Lakish, lo ivre sihara elo girsari. Shimon ben Lakish says the opposite, that the moon was created for learning by moonlight. Amri leilu rizera mechaded an shmatech. People said to rizera, your words are very sharp. Amr lahu diyamame nihu. Those are the words that I learned during the day. Amr le brate drachista lerachista. Rachista's daughter said to Rachista, Lobai mar Porta, don't you want to take a little nap? Marla hashta atu yome dariche pitine, days are coming that will be long and short, they'll be long on having nothing to do and short on time to learn. Venenum tuva, I'll sleep plenty, meaning after I die, I'll have plenty of time to sleep. Amr of Nachman Yitzchak, Anan pole di mama Anan, Nachman Yitzchak said, we are hired workers and we have to fulfill our obligations. Rav Acha Bar-Yakov Yazi Pupara. Rav Acha Bar-Yakov borrowed and paid back. Rashi explains, and this is brought down in the Shavura, that if a person has a set amount to learn every day, like Tafyomi, and he doesn't have time to do it during the day, he has to pay it back as soon as possible that night. Amar Rabbi Lazar Habamina Derech Ali Shashayimim. Rabbi Lazar says, a person who comes in from the road should not daven for three days. Says in Ezra, I gathered them to the river that comes to Ahu, and we camped there for three days, and then I understood the people. It took three days for my clarity and concentration to return. The father of Shmuel, when he came in from the road, did not daven for three days. Shmuel Lomasli Vibeta. Shmuel would not daven in the house where there was beer because the bad smell distracted him. Papa would not daven in a house where there were fish, like sardines or something that had a strong smell. Today we do not follow 
these various halachos about not davening with in circumstances that hurt our concentration, because in any event, we don't daven with, with such strong concentration. Rabbi Chanina says that anybody who is appeased through wine, that it's easy to calm down, he is like Hashem in some respect. As it says, Hashem smelled the sweet smell, the pleasant smell of the korban that Noach brought, and Hashem, so to speak, calmed down from his anger. Person who is calm in his wine, Rashi explains that he drinks wine and it doesn't lose his presence of mind. So he has the das of he has some resemblance to the seventy zakanim. Yain nitan yot. Yain was given with seventy letters. The gematria of yain is seventy. The sod nitan yot and sod secret also was given with seventy letters as gematria of seventy. Usually, when wine goes in, the secret comes out. And this person kept his composure and kept his secrets, so he has the stature of the Zakanian. Rechanin says wine was created to console mourners and to pay back the wicked. As it says, give wine to those who are headed for destruction. That is, they, the Rishayim get pleasure in this world and lose their Olam Haba, and that's what wine is for. Anyone who does not have wine spilled in his house like water is not included in Bracha. Some Achronim say that this is referring to Havdalah, and it is a widespread custom to overflow the cup of wine when making Havdalah, the Taz says that one should overflow the cup until it spills on the floor, because it says Nishpach betoch beto, it should be spilled in his house, meaning it should be spilled on his house. Shinemar uberachilach mechavet meinecha, it says Hashem will bless your bread and your water. Ma'alechem shenikach v'kesef maser, just as bread is something that can be acquired with maser sheni money, afmaim shenikach v'kesef maser, so too water refers to something that can be acquired with maser sheni money, you cannot buy water with Maser Shani money, as we learned at the beginning of the fourth parak. So, my nihu yain, what is it referring to? Rather, wine. The kakar li mayim, but it calls it water. If it's spilled in his house like water, like water that nobody cares about, then there will be a bracha, below low, and if not, not. Am Rabbi Lai, Rabbi Lai says, Bishoshadri Madam Dikar, a person can be recognized in three ways. Bikoso, through his cup, that is how he behaves when he's drunk. Bubikiso, and through his pocket, that is when his money is at issue, when he's doing business, is he honest? Bubikaso, and in his anger, how does he behave when he's angry? And some people say also through his laughter, through his humor, you can tell the nature of a person. It's a remarkable thing. I've seen people who, when they become drunk on Purim, turn into animals, and I've seen people who, when they become drunk on Purim, their finest qualities come out, that all year long their humility hides, and on Purim, when they're drunk and they cannot hold back their inhibitions, their their true refinement and, and character comes out. That's what the Gemara is talking about here. Now we return to 
the halachic section. I'm reviewed on Rav. Rav Yudah said that Rav said, Yisrael v'nochri v'pnimit v'yisrael v'chitzonah. If you have two chatzeros, an inner one that has a Jew and a Goy, and an outer one that has only a Jew, Bama selifnei Rebbe v'asar, this question came before Rebbe, and he prohibited carrying in the outer chatzer, v'lifnei Rebichia v'asar, and it came before Rebichia, and he prohibited carrying in the outer chatzer unless you rent from the Goy, since the Goy has the right to walk through the outer chatzer to get from the inner chatzer to the street, he prohibits carrying in the outer chatzer. Yatuv Rav Rav Yosef Bishili Rav Sheshet. Rav and Rav Yosef were sitting after the drasha of Rav Sheshet. Yatuv Rav Sheshet Kamar. Rav Sheshet was sitting and saying, "Kemanem Ra Rav Lishmate." According to whom did Rav say his opinion? Can Rav Meir, like Rav Meir in our Mishnah, Karki Shrava Reshe. Rav nodded his head. I'm Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, "Trey Gavri Ravri Kiravana Litu Bahai Milta." Could two such great people like yourselves make a mistake regarding this? Rabbi Meir says that when one Goy and one Jew live in a Chatzar, the Jew is prohibited to carry. So why does the question introduce a second Jew who lives in the outer Chatzar? If you'll say, that's what happened. But they asked Rav, what about the Jew in the inner Chatzar? Can he carry Vamarlen Mutar? And Rav said he's permitted to carry. So that's not like Rabbi Meir, because according to Rabbi Meir, the Jew in the inner chatzer should be prohibited. It's one Jew and one goy. Belamai, Kerbelezer, and Yaakov. So what will you say that Rav holds like Kerbelezer and Yaakov, that when you have one goy and two Jews, carrying is prohibited? Hamar, But Rabbi Elezer and Yaakov said that there have to be two Jews who prohibit each other from carrying, and these two Jews do not prohibit each other from carrying, because since the Jew in the inner chatzar is permitted to carry in the inner chatzar, he's also permitted to carry in the outer chatzar. Regular muterpin kuma, ina oser shlobin kuma, as Rashi brings, a leg which is permitted in its place does not prohibit outside its place. That is, since the Jew can carry in the inner chatzar, he doesn't prohibit in the outer chatzar. So you don't have two Jews who prohibit each other. Ella kurvi kiva, damar regular muterpin kuma, oser shlobin kuma. If you'll say it's like Rabbi Akiva who holds the opposite, that a leg which is permitted in its place prohibits, not in its place, therefore the Jew from the inner chatzar prohibits in the outer chatzar, then why does there need to be a goy there? Even if there is another Jew, the Jews would be permitted in their place, but prohibited in the outer chatzar. Our answers, Really, it is like Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov who says that when there are two Jews, a Goy prohibits, and it's like Rabbi Kiva who says that a regal So the Jew who lives in the inner Chatzar is permitted to carry because it's one Jew and one Goy, and according to Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov, that's not a problem. What are we talking about? Where the two Jews made an Eruv together. Why is carrying prohibited in the outer Chatzar? Because of the God. If not for the Goy, carrying in the outer Chatzar would not be prohibited because the two Jews made an Eruv together. It's only halfway down the Daf, but we will stop there.